You're listening to the 81st edition of the Bitochen Podcast. We're going to continue in the words of the Zohar. This is a small piece in the Zohar in Parshas Mikids. It says, Therefore, in Mikids, right, I don't know if it's speaking at the very beginning of the Parsha, where Yosef Atzadi comes out of the jail, but Yosef course spent two years extra in jail because he didn't have the proper faith in Hashem but Lamaisa at the end he was redeemed because his faith because of his, his incredible bitachon so perhaps it's going on this and it's saying that a person has to be very careful in this world to strengthen oneself in God Right? I, I have an option, how I strengthen myself. We spoke about this previously. I can either strengthen myself with my own strength, believing that everything that I accomplish is because of my own deeds, my own personal efforts, or I can strengthen myself with Hashem. And a person needs to make sure that in this world, where it's much more challenging, it's much more easy to fall prey to the Yitzhahara, the evil inclination which wants us to believe in ourselves, to believe that it's us, that it is I who am doing this. Rather, says the Zohar, a person needs to strengthen themselves in the recognition that it's Hashem. Not only that, to think about it, again, I'm going to apply this to Yosef, I don't know that the Zohar is specifically doing that, but in a certain sense, Yosef, at Tzaddik, he's in jail, he asks the Saramashkim to help him to, to get out, and he sees a day goes by, a week goes by, a month goes by, months go by, a year goes by. He's not being redeemed. His efforts were in vain. And we can assume, if Chazal tell us that it was a punishment, that Yosef recognized that it was because of his extra efforts. That was why he was not saved immediately. So, but nevertheless... What does a person say to themselves after they've done something wrong? Whether it's not having the proper faith in Hashem or whether it's just not doing what's right in the eyes of Hashem. What do I do now? So the Zohar tells us that even if a person has sinned, a person needs to believe, and this is not so easy to believe because we do have a certain intuitive sense of the power of our actions. So I've done something wrong, but now I've done tshuva, I've done real tshuva, I really regret it. I've really said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm not going to do this again, I've made real amends. Perhaps I've gone to the people who I've hurt, I've apologized, I've committed to never doing this kind of act again. Says as though a person needs to know that they have incredible power because of their tshuva, because of their repentance. They can grab onto the strength they can strengthen themselves now. If I've done tshuva, I've attached myself again to God. I've reattached myself to Him. It says, if I haven't sinned at all. This is very interesting, especially in light of the last piece that we read in Chazal, in the Yalkut Shemaini, which said that even a sinner, even a filo rosh b'shem But here we're saying that really the first step, as we saw last time, we need to be careful how we use the bitachin, right? Also, when we're reading the Zayar, so 
the Pashtus. The simple understanding is that it's a different track, let us say. This is a higher track for great tzaddikim, for righteous individuals, certainly something that we can aspire to, even if we're not on this level. But the, the last thing we spoke about last time was how a person shouldn't ask for his own needs, but rather should ask when it comes to doing mitzvahs, when it comes to performing God's will. But here we're also seeing that there's a different bitachon, there's a different strengthening of ourselves that we can have when we're on the path of tshuva, when we're trying to do what's right, we're trying to fix the things that we've done wrong in our lives. We're coming off of Shoshanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and we're forging out ahead into the darkness of the winter. And we need to strengthen ourselves, remind ourselves that tshuva really works. And we can now be assured that our, that our tshuva was niskamal, it was received, God accepted our repentance, and now we march forward in the name of Hashem, knowing that we're strong. We are strong. Why? Because Hashem is by our side. God is helping us. Now we have another Zohar in Parshas Va'era, in Sefer Shmos. The Zohar says like this, Rabbi Abba Pasach, Rabbi Abba opened. We have this famous verse, it says, Trust in Hashem forever and ever, for God, with the name of Ka, and with the name of Yudkei fashioned all of the worlds. So what does this mean? The Zohar explains these, this verse. Every human being needs to strengthen themselves and to, I'm sorry, to strengthen themselves in Hashem. Interesting language. You used that language also in the previous, in Zohar. We need to strengthen ourselves in Hashem. Bitchu Hashem. That's the language of, of the of the Zohar when it comes to having bitachon, it means strengthen ourselves in Hashem. Be machazik myself. I have doubt. I'm worried. Things aren't going the way I would like them to go. I strengthen myself with my knowledge of Hashem, with my relationship with Hashem. Hashem loves me. Hashem is going to take care of me. Hashem always has, always does, and always will. They need to place their faith. Every human being needs to place their faith in Hashem. Doesn't even say every single Jew. Doesn't say every single Levite. Doesn't say every priest, every Kohen. Doesn't say even every Bentaira. Which of course is true. Call Anybody who's in this world needs to put their faith in Hashem. Another explanation. Trust in Hashem forever and ever. A person's entire life. I, I can't ever let go of it. I can't ever let go of strengthening myself in Hashem. I was thinking actually today, I was learning a Gemara. It's a Gemara in Sukkah. I just finished Sukkot. But I'm still learning Masech Sukkah. And it talks about Hashem. Hashem commands us in this Gemara. I believe it's on Naflam Dalid, page 34a. Hashem commands the people of Israel, be in front of me like a kach al-mayim rabim. That's the lashon of the Pazak. Be like a kach al-mayim rabim. What's a kach? Excuse me. Al-mayim rabim. A kach al-mayim rabim is an arava tree, which lives on many waters. It requires a lot of water for an arava tree. Aravas are willows. A willow, often, it's called arve nachal. The willow tree usually 
is placed next to a river because it needs a lot of water in order to live. Shem wants us to be like the, the willow tree. What is the willow tree? It needs lots of water. Who is the source of life? Who is the source of water, so to speak? It's Hashem. He wants us to attach ourselves to Him. He wants us to be constantly talking. Talking over and over again about Pitachan, about our faith in Him, about our relationship with Him. Tyra, words of Tyra. Everybody who comes into the world, strengthen yourself. Talk about it again. Think about it again. Bitachin. I have faith in Hashem. God has taken care of me. Back to that, back to that concept. A person who places their faith in Hashem properly, nobody can touch us. Nobody can touch us. Not a single member of the world. Not a Jew. Not a non-Jew. Whoever places his strength, his power in Hashem, I don't believe it's me doing it. I don't believe it is I, my power that's accomplishing. Such a person has true kiyum, has true, right? You know, what happens when you take that rubbish out of the bag? You take that rubbish out of the bag, they die, right? That rubbish very, very quickly become dry. They need that water, they need that connection to the source. They don't have that connection, they're finished. So too. As long as we're connected to the source, the kachal maim rabim, as long as we're in our rava, so to speak, a willow branch connected to the tree, connected to the water, the source of all life, Hashem, just like Hashem lasts forever, we also have that kiyum. Ma'atam, what is the reason for this? It's because God, His name, is what keeps the world alive. It's what keeps the world in existence. The name of Hashem is what Hashem used to fashion the world. But it doesn't just mean to fashion. It means to keep the world in existence. Write the word sur, which means a rock. Or it can mean to fashion. It also means seer. It means to, to draw, to give something its form. Because our two letters with which the world was created, the Yud, the letter Yud and the letter Hey, and these two letters Hashem used to create this world, the physical realm, and the next world, the spiritual realm. So, because Hashem used those names of Hashem, Hashem, so, when we trust in Hashem, we also have that eternal existence. All right, we'll see. Let's see if we have enough time to see one more piece in the Zohar. It's a little bit longer, but let's learn it together. Beautiful pasuk. The pasuk says, it's in, "This is a Zohar in Parshas Truma." Shira Malis Hashem a song of ascents. Those who trust in Hashem. Or like Mount Zion. Hartzion. Elohim Matzadikim says the Zohar. This is a reference to the righteous individuals. Shem boitchem boi. Very interesting. 
Why do they trust in Hashem? What gives them the right to trust in Hashem? What gives them the fortitude to have this faith? It's because they know that they're doing what's right. Of course, once again, as we've said, even in Russia, even someone who's wicked, but trusts in Hashem, is surrounded by Hashem's kindness, the Ritachan works. But there's a different Ritachan, and again, the track of the Zohar is a different track, perhaps we could say. Certainly a track that we would like to strive for. The tzaddikim, the righteous individuals, they know that they can have faith because of their good deeds. Interesting. The righteous, they trust like a lion's cup. Oh, so now the Zohar asks an important question, which we should all be asking if we didn't think of it already. The righteous, when we look at examples in Tanakh, we look in the Torah, Avram Avinu did not trust in his own actions, right? He was concerned. Maybe he's not good enough. Maybe he's not doing good enough actions. Maybe he's not righteous enough. Pesach talks about the fact that as he came into Egypt, he hid his wife. He said to Sarah Imenu, say that you're my sister. He was afraid. Why was he afraid? He should have had Bitochem. Why is he worried that they're going to abduct his wife? Why do you have to say, say her, my sister, lest they kill me? What was he worried about? Where was his Bitochem? Yitzchak also did the same thing. He didn't want them to know it was his wife. Yaakov, it says, when he was approached by Esau with 400 men, he was afraid. Why was he afraid? What were they afraid of? Why were they taking actions which seemed to represent a fear? Why didn't they have bitachin? They were righteous individuals. They knew that they were doing God's will. Why were they afraid? Why did they take precautions and actions? If Avram Yisrael and Yaakov cannot trust the good, good deeds that they've done, they can't depend upon those good deeds to protect them. How can any other tzaddik in the entire world, throughout time, how can any other righteous individual believe that their actions are going to help them? So what does it mean that the righteous, they trust like a lion cub? The Zer points out, let's look at the language, okay? It's very interesting. It doesn't say an arie, it doesn't say a lion, a regular lion. There's many different words for lion in Hebrew. There's a shachal, a shachatz, but it says a kvir, which is a lion cub. The lion is very weak. The lion cub is weak and he's small. He's smaller than all of them. It's beautiful. He doesn't believe in his own strength. Even though he is strong, a lion cub is also fierce. A lion cub is also strong. So to the righteous individuals also do not trust now in their own actions, in their own strength. Even though they have those actions, even though they have that strength, 
They are like a lion cub. No, they know they have strength. They have. They have what it takes, perhaps. But they're like a lion cub. Not more. So it's very interesting. So the tzaddik, the righteous individual, knows who they are. The righteous individual is aware of their tzidkus, aware of their good deeds, aware of their power, of their spiritual power as, as a result of those good deeds. And yet, just like a lion cub is strong, but it doesn't depend on itself, on whom does that lion cub depend? Upon its parents, the, the mighty king of the beasts. So too, the righteous, they trust in Hashem, like Mount Zion. Like Mount Zion. What does it mean? This is what it means. Just like Mount Zion is powerful, it will never falter, it will never fall. The most powerful mountain in the world. It took all of the legions of Rome to destroy the Harabais, to destroy Mount Zion, to destroy the, the base Hamikdash on the mountain. But they never actually destroyed the mountain itself, right? Hartzion itself, Mount Zion itself is still there. You can walk there today. The Kotel, the, the western wall, is a wall of the mountain. Right? It's not a wall of the base of Mikdash, it's not a wall of the temple, it's a wall of the mountain. The mountain, lo yimalolam, will never be destroyed. Afkach, ba'oisayzman, yuk So too, in that time, they will be like the mountain of Zion, Mount Zion. Very interesting. So, there is a power that they have. Why the tzaddikim? What is the power of the righteous? How do they know that they can trust? How do they know that they will succeed, that they will survive, that they will be powerful, that the that the all the evil will be destroyed by itself? How do they know? Like dust? Like, like smoke, it will go up in smoke. They know because it's like Hartzion, their trust in Hashem is something that is as powerful as Hartzion, as Mount Zion, which will never be destroyed, upon which the third temple will be rebuilt, rebuilt thereupon, speedily and in our days, very soon. But it's like a even though. The lion cub is strong. He doesn't depend on his own power. You, my dear, holy, holy children, awesome holy children, Jewish people, your bitachin, when you have bitachin in Hashem, when you have bitachin in Hashem, it's more powerful. It's more powerful. You can trust in your good deeds, but bitachin is more powerful than good deeds. Amazing thing the Zohar is saying. It's more powerful. It's, it's eternal. It never... The bitachon that a person has, the faith that we have, we place our faith in Hashem. From Chazik, our faith, we strengthen ourselves. How? In Hashem. Again, in Hashem. Another time. In Hashem. 
It's like hard seeing. It never, it never falters. Lo yimay lo elam yeshev. It will sit for. It will stand forever. You can be sure, says the Zohar, you can be sure that you will merit, you have an incredible merit in this world, in the next world. Because that bitachon, as we've spoken about before, it's not just about getting what we want in this world. That's a byproduct. Right? One saw in a particular book talk about love. Love is a byproduct of action, of our interactions with those around us, our wife, our children, our family members, our parents. The love that we feel is a byproduct of action. It's not this uh, heady, uh, momentary, fleeting sensation that the, that the West thinks about and wishes about and makes movies about. Right? Love is a byproduct of action, of dedication, of giving in a relationship. Getting what we want, so to speak, is a byproduct of our relationship with Hashem. Right? When we have a true relationship with Hashem, and that's what Bitochen is, I trust you, Hashem, that you're going to provide for me. I trust you, Hashem, you're going to take care of me. I trust you, Hashem, you're going to save me. I trust you, Hashem, you're going to give me my livelihood. I trust you, Hashem, you're going to give me all the things that I need. So, that's, I'm in a relationship with you, my Hashem. And that's something that I have in this world. My needs are taken care of in this world. And it's something that I have for all time. It's something that I will experience in the world to come. Hashem gives us a place. As the Pasuk says, the, the Malachim, the, the angels, they, they, they don't move, they stand. But we're on a trajectory, as we've spoken about. We're on our way up. And that movement continues on forever. In this world and in the next world. Thank you so much for, for listening. See you again next time.